building better relationships at home and at work for people who have more than enough on their plate. Two coaches dangling the possibility of finding joy in your relationships. Do you dare to consider life can be better? Have a listen and tell us why. In today's podcast episode, Angela and Patty will discuss spending time in nature and how it can calm your soul and strengthen your relationships. Yes, Patty, you and I are both nature lovers. And this topic was inspired by that sheer exhilarance we feel in nature. And some of our other podcasts as well, like episode 37, where we looked at how to pandemic-proof your relationships. In that episode, I shared how I connect with my partner by going to the beach and we experience the elements together and it literally clears the air in our relationship. I also remember, Patty, you did a series on your Facebook page, Coaching for Inspiration, where you shared pictures of you in nature And this episode, we're going to explore how nature and connecting with it actually transforms our appreciation of those we love. Well, Angela, you know me personally. I need to spend time in nature. I love being outside in the spring and fall time of year. I actually work outside on my patio. I love to camp, hike spend time by the water, whether it is a spring, the backyard fountain, a river, a creek, or an ocean. Being in the forest really calms me. Just being out in nature seems to take away all the stress and overwhelm. Patty, how do your trips in nature improve your marriage? Well, I'll give you an example of one of our camping trips. Tom and I had went to this creek and we took our camper and we backed up really close to the creek, as close as we could get, you know, where you were allowed. And the place was absolutely beautiful. You could, when we were sleeping, we could hear the creek running. It was just so calming and nice. And there was no cell phone access whatsoever. And we would sit in the creek while the river was rushing by with our shoes off. And uh, I would have a cold beverage in my hand and it was just so peaceful. Now this was in the summertime and the weather was hot. So sitting in the creek was very refreshing. We would take time to explore the area and hike around. It was fun and very relaxing. We would talk to each other and enjoy each other's company without distractions. It gave us time to relax and just be. Taking off our shoes and walking around on the ground and in the creeks and in the river and the ocean, whenever you go to those kind of places. This is called earthing or grounding, which has a calming effect to your body, mind, and soul. I always, when I go somewhere in nature, the first thing that I do is I take off my shoes and I just stand there and walk around and just feel a difference with me connecting 
to the earth and to the ground and to everything around me. It's a fascinating thing and so simple, our feet and connecting to the earth. It's actually a a technique that's been shared in alternative health for decades and centuries, actually. And whenever you're stressed, if you have a backyard or grass, you can just go outside, take your shoes off and put your feet in the grass and it will immediately have an impact and also we can talk more about that later about sitting by a tree so trees have a great healing effect as do other animals and I think sometimes we forget about the feet we think about healing has to be something um, very full body or dramatic but our feet can be such a powerful way to ground your energy and I'll share another technique about the sacrum or the tailbone later and how that also connects us to earth one of the things I discovered since I had cancer was I spent more time indoors because of my recovery and I didn't have energy to go outside and I didn't have that ability to access nature because I was spending time indoors so later in the podcast if that's something that you're experiencing not being able to go outside I'll share some tips on what to do if you have physical limitations getting out to nature as well as some tips on how to connect to nature when you don't have a house or if you don't have a backyard or grass some of you might live in apartments or apartment buildings or a city When I can't go outside from my front window, I can sit and watch the ocean. I have an ocean view. So it's very healing for me in my journey to recovery. Because I live by the ocean and I have an ocean view, I've got the best of both worlds. When I can go for a walk, I walk along the coast here and I feel the energy of the ocean and the ocean air. And if I want to connect to a waterfall, We also have one close to the beach in a park where the water comes down to the ocean. So sometimes I sit and meditate by the waterfall. Waterfalls have been used for centuries by all people to release old energy and connect to the healing power of water. Some of you may know of the Asian imagery of waterfalls. You'll see them in Asian restaurants that's why they have the image of the waterfall it's also used in all other cultures as well so I use a lot of the water element around me to literally soothe me and I also enjoy walking in the Australian bush which is our term for forest so there's so much bush in Australia it's very easy to get into the green areas here where we are Have you ever heard of forest bathing? It is a Japanese practice. Now I'm gonna try to say the word, but I'll probably say it wrong. Shinrin-yoku, which means spending time in nature and using all your senses. There is a scientific research on this concept of forest bathing. According to the study, 
being in nature restores our mood, refreshes, and rejuvenates us. It can lower blood pressure and decrease stress levels. When you feel overwhelmed, go outside, take a brief walk alone, and see if this uplifts your spirit. I know that when I was working and if I was having a very, very stressful day, I would take 15 minutes and go outside and just sit by a tree and just get the fresh air and the sun and just try to let go of everything that was bothering me at that moment in time. And it really did make a difference. Now, as you know, I enjoy being out in nature or just playing outside, whether it's a few moments outside on my patio drinking a cup of coffee or a hike in the mountains or camping lakeside. Taking time out seems to rejuvenate me. So I am not surprised that others feel the same way and do the forest bathing. If you are single, you can go hiking with friends or family, or join a nature walking group, or go to the botanical gardens or the zoo. Going to those places has a lot of nature and animals, and it's a beautiful calming effect on you. The color green and being surrounded by forests has been shown to literally feed the body energy. Frank Forensic is a neuroscientist and a health teacher. And he says that nature gives us energy that we simply can't get in our modern industrial world. And he teaches how to do natural movement in nature, giving his students 10 times the results from working out in gyms. So Frank Forensic created Exuberant Animal, which is a book and a natural movement training for people to get back their natural relationship with their body. In Exuberant Animal, Frank talks about biophilia as a way that connects us to love and true health. Biophilia means a love of life, all life. Frank says you actually can't get health without a love of nature or a relationship with nature. And biophilia comes from or was promoted by an American naturalist, Edward O. Wilson, who was influential in spreading this idea of biophilia. Edward Wilson says the following, we are human in good part because of the particular way we affiliate with other organisms they are the matrix in which the human mind originated and is permanently rooted. And they offer the challenge and freedom innately sought. Mysterious and little known organisms live within walking distance of where you sit. Splendor awaits you in minute proportions. That quote is from Edward Wilson's book, Biophilia. So, Patty, can you describe in more depth the practice of experiencing this love of nature with forest bathing? Sure. 
Okay, so you go outside and you find some trees or a garden area with various plants and trees. You turn off your cell phone. You walk slowly and quietly within the area. You breathe in the smells. You listen to the nature sounds. You look around at your surroundings and you ask yourself, what am I noticing? Enjoy those moments of peace and calm. So you're probably wondering, how can this help your relationships? Being in nature is soothing, especially when having a hectic day. Making some time to go outdoors and get fresh air and sunshine can uplift our spirit and decrease anxiety. You can also spend time in nature as a couple and walk hand in hand while looking around at nature, listening to the birds sing, watching the wildlife scamper around, taking in the breeze or the water rushing, the movement of the trees and watching the sunrise or sunset. Sitting down for a picnic when the sun is on your face with a nice cold beverage. Oh, that sounds so delightful and a treat for the senses. Our senses are waiting to become alive. It's just like that quote from Edward Wilson, little known organisms live within walking distance of where you sit. Splendor awaits in yeah. minute proportions. <laughs> when you describe the forest bathing, it's like I'm taking my senses on an incredible journey into discovery, into the nature around me. It reminds the, me yeah, of and another even, exercise. Oh, yeah? I'm sorry, Angel. I was going to say, and say that it's cold outside. That's another experience alone that you could walk outside with a hot beverage and just enjoy the feel of the cold on your face and, and just if it's snowing, touching, touching the snow or if it's raining, touching the rain, just being one with nature just livens you up. Mm so interesting to get the different seasons as well so the forest bathing reminds me of an exercise we used to do in nature in Australia we walked off into the bush and found a spot to sit and we'd sit down and connect to the earth by sitting on it with our tailbone so it could be a log or a rock or the soil and you would sit with your tailbone on the earth to anchor your tail to the earth. Then you'd close your eyes for 10 minutes and breathe. After 10 minutes of eyes closed, you open your eyes, but you only look at the ground around you in the distance of one metre around you in a, in a circle. And you spend about 10 minutes just looking at that one metre around you and nothing else further than that. After those 10 minutes, you can then let your eyes look at the nature beyond the one metre and observe and notice what you see, sense and feel. We did that practice 
as a group. So we had someone calling out the timing for us to sit with our eyes closed and then our eyes open for the 10 minute periods. And you could also do it alone and use a timer. And the idea is to see what we normally don't pay attention to. When I looked around me in that one meter, I noticed how much I didn't notice before. All the little movements of the wind that stirred the leaves, the microorganisms in the soil, the shape of the different pieces of dirt, rocks, leaves and the ground, little insects and how they moved, the sounds around me and all the components of the forest, which made a beautiful picture that normally I would not pay any attention to. And my senses were alive. It came to me that people use drugs to have experience like what I was experiencing. But we were doing this just by sitting and closing our eyes and then opening them. And for me, dance was always like this, a journey into the senses to explore the nature of my body. What Frank Ferencic describes as boophilia or love of life is how I approach my body and dance. So in that same workshop where we sat in nature and felt the nature around us, we also did movement exercises to connect to our body. The finer connection of listening to nature enlivens your senses and allows you to take this same sensitivity, love and appreciation and tender awareness to your body and your feelings and emotions. Patty, have you noticed when you are in nature, you're more open or sensitive to those around you, maybe people in your relationships or people even that you don't know? Yeah, I think because you're, if you're sitting in nature and you're taking time out to just listen and be there, it does make you a lot calmer, nicer, more patient because you've had that time to to let go of everything that you've been holding on to or it gives you time to reflect and positive thoughts start coming not the negative while you're sitting there in nature or being in nature even the people around you that you're with when you're on a camping trip or by the ocean, people seem to be a lot more calmer and nicer to each other. So does it open up your senses and make you more sensitive? I think so. What do you think we're not balanced in our human relationships, but when we go to nature, we can become more balanced because you're taking time out and you're actually spending time with yourself and you're giving yourself time to unwind and you're just letting go and admiring 
what is around you and being thankful for what's around you and really connecting what you know you're watching the birds fly you're seeing the ducks and the geese maybe or you see the little animals scattering around scampering around and and you see all these different things that you normally don't see when you're at home or in your office and just hearing the different sounds the trees blowing in the wind and all of those things really changes changes you inside to out from the inside out mm. and and you become more balanced because you're letting go of everything that you've been harboring or pushing down right so it sounds like when we're in our human environment (laughs) we may not be able to find our own natural rhythms so easily we get stuck somewhere but nature brings us to a way of getting unstuck and then there's this connectivity in nature a harmony in nature that maybe we don't have within us right because we're always moving so fast we're not slowing down to enjoy the moment when you're in nature you're enjoying the moment you're enjoying your surroundings you're enjoying everything that you're looking at or spending time with because you're actually not rushing around you're taking time to reflect and to see what's in front of you and the beauty around you. Mm. I have to say, after the lockdown we had in Australia, where my life became more in the moment, I'm not going to go back to what I was. There is that habit for me to start pushing, but it's so against my nature, my own nature, and I feel actually sick and disconnected when I rush so it's very interesting to watch because for me that contrast of when I'm in physical nature like I feel so connected and then to see how when I'm at home I become disconnected because I start rushing or pushing to a some sort of deadline imaginary deadline (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, so it's been a big lesson after the pandemic I'm not going to go back to that way of living because it's just not it goes against my nature as a human to be connected I wanted to look at what if you don't have access to nature if you live in an urban environment I've realized not being able to get outside outside because of my lack of energy during my recovery from illness um, that I had to tap into my creativity more (laughs) and use movement imagination breath, dance and meditation to bring the energy of nature into my body so I could feel more connected. And during the lockdown, I started to think about all the people, some of the people who I knew in Europe and some of the people who I didn't know. I thought about all the people all over the world who were confined in their apartment in tall buildings and some of them weren't able to even leave the building 
or maybe they could leave for just one hour a day. And then recently I spoke with someone who is vision impaired and they always stay at home <laughs> before the pandemic, during the pandemic, after the pandemic. So for them connecting with nature and going outside is a whole different kettle of the fish. So the pandemic has brought greater sensitivity to the different experiences of people who have perhaps mental health conditions because they've been forced to stay indoors. Maybe they have a physical limitation because of their government regulations or perhaps they're physically ill or maybe people have psychological limitations where they get stuck in certain uh, thought habits or emotional feelings and they're not able to get out of those negative habits and they don't know how to deal with trauma or traumatic situations. So all of us are different, but here are some tips that I can share. Use imagery, music, sound to connect you to nature, to that harmony that Patty and I are describing. There are millions <laughs> of meditative music videos on YouTube as a free resource. Some of them have pictures, but some of them have music that will help you connect to nature. I love putting those on on the television and on YouTube and listening to that music and then looking at the beautiful landscaping landscapes oh my gosh places that you would never see in your lifetime and you get to see them and places that you think oh my gosh this is so exquisite I never yeah. thought the world was so beautiful oh yeah it's amazing and my next fascination is wondering why cat videos are so popular. <laughs> I watch YouTube cat videos myself and they have millions of views. They help people connect to that simple love in nature, in animals. And so what videos of nature could you watch to inspire you? A lot of David Attenborough videos are deeply moving and I also have a quite fond um, disposition to Disney's Unlikely Animal Friends, which is a TV show that shows love between animals of different species. So <laughs> I'm not sure, Patty, if some of your cats have also um, jumped up on the TV when they've seen different animals on the screen. Have you ever had that? They, they watch. They'll watch, they watch the tel television, yeah, and kind of look at it and s sometimes meow. But my son's dogs, now they'll bark and jump at the TV if they're over oh. at the house, if I'm watching them. Um, they really get into, <laughs> get into it. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone's watched that documentary, uh, Netflix, My Octopus Teacher, we actually put it on a projector on the wall and it was like being in the water because the screen was like as big as the wall. It was quite incredible. It was amazing to watch um, being immersed in that blue landscape underwater. So another tip I have are free meditations on my YouTube channel. 
and it's under the playlist I Love Mondays where there's 50 meditations in that series and they help you relax and feel your body. I'll put a link in the show notes. One video I share is called Creating a New Love in Our Body and all of the videos including that one, end with a meditation, a guided meditation for you to experience your body and get that sensory aliveness. And if you want to feel and enjoy your body, I have a guided visualization, slightly different to meditation. It's a guided visualization where I walk you through uh, the body with verbal cues. And that's called How to Love Your Body. And I'll share that in the show notes. That visualization looks specifically at how to enliven your senses and bring a new relationship to yourself by focusing on these very minute details of the sensations in your body. And it helps build confidence, calm and gentleness in how you connect to your body. Now, I have another resource from YouTube. Have you noticed videos where people listen to the sounds of someone brushing their hair, the sounds and sensations of rubbing fabric and hearing people do menial tasks or shuffle cards. These are videos tapping into autonomous sensory meridian response, which is the sensation some people experience as a result of certain sights and sounds such as whispering, paper turning, folding towels and hair brushing. And the people listening or watching are craving touch and the sounds and the sight of those activities help them feel like they are being touched and soothed. It's some of the sensations we receive in early childhood from birth actually. So uh, it helps to connect us back to that early childhood feeling. And the phenomenon is deeply connected to the need to hear and feel our senses coming alive. That is our nature. So the videos are a soothing option if you want something passive. For me, I prefer creative visualization. It's more active. It gets you to be creative and active in your experience. And it builds your connection with yourself rather than having an external stimuli. Creative visualization is the foundation of using your imagination to experience deeper connection to your sensations, sounds and imagination. And it brings aliveness to how you feel in your body. Connecting to nature is a form of loving life. And so too is listening to your body, feeling your body and the quiet rhythms in your body. And my final tip is the simplest one, <laughs> it's the simplest rhythm you can feel by putting your hand over your heart, which you can try now as you're listening, and feeling the rhythm of your heart. Some of my favorite music these days is simple meditation music where I can sit and feel my breath and start to feel or sense the rhythm of my blood as it pulses through my brain or my body. So I do a simple exercise in my house, similar to what we did in the bush. I sit, close my eyes, start breathing and feeling the rhythm of the blood flow in my body. 
And if my mind is too busy, I use a guided meditation or music to connect to the music and feel my body. That's the foundation of all the movement and meditation I do. So if that's something you're interested in, check out the meditations on my YouTube channel and the How to Love Your Body visualization and see if that's for you. Patty, any final offerings of how these connections to our nature helps us? To me, being in nature is like music to your soul and spending time connecting to oneself and God. I love meditating, praying, and journaling in nature. It can calm your mind from chatter, relax your body, and lighten the weight of your burdens that are holding you down. Spending time in nature with your partner can connect you at a deeper level of being at peace and the tranquility with each other and the surroundings. If you enjoyed our podcast, how about becoming a monthly supporter? Click on the support button in the Anchor app. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Building Better Relationships with Angela and Patty. Send us a message and please like or share the podcast or donate with the Anchor Donate button. We really value your feedback.